Well, good evening. Thanks for being here on this December the 30th. This will be our last show for 2022. What a year that it's been, for a first year for a little more conversation. So let me thank you in advance for listening, for being here, for giving me your attention this year. Always appreciated. As we look ahead to the new year, it's often the time to make resolutions, of course, things we want to change, want to do better, want to do less of. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's giving up a few bad habits. Uh, I was looking at things that I was hoping I wouldn't hear in 2023 and thinking about all the words that have been so overused in the past few years. Um, and that was the question for tonight. And I had to, for me, it's resilient. I really never want to hear that word again. <laughs> it's lost all its meaning. I remember back in the early days of the pandemic, it, it sort of had had it sort of encapsulated a lot, didn't it? Resilient, and then suddenly it was being used everywhere in promos and ads. You heard CEOs, PR people, spin doctors all using it, and it just felt like it completely lost its meaning. So hopefully, one day we can resurrect it. But for 2023, my hope is that we do not hear the word resilient very often. Let me know what you think. What's one word you don't want to hear next year, or perhaps a word you'd like to hear more of? 877-399-9898 is our text line, 877-399-9898. Let me know who you are and where you are, and we'll share some of those words throughout the show. Well, what are a few words you think of when we talk about telecom service in this country? Expensive, unreliable, uncompetitive, monopolistic? Those are a few that come to my mind. Imagine in 2020, I looked this up, three companies, Rogers, Bell, and TELUS, had an 88.6% share of the retail mobile revenue market in this country, 88.6. And imagine that's actually good because it was 92% back in 2014. So it was sliding. There was some more competition out there. So that's why this proposed $26 billion merger between Rogers and Shaw Communications is such a big deal. It's really one of the biggest mergers this country has seen, most important ones. Uh, that this country has seen in a very long time. Yesterday, something called the Competition Tribunal gave that deal the green light, rejecting the Competition Bureau's arguments that the deal would mean higher cell phone bills and poorer service for us, especially in Alberta and BC, where Shaw is a big player. That decision has cleared the way for the deal to go ahead, only needing approval now from the federal industry minister. Uh, minister Champagne's office say they will review the decision in detail. Opposition leader Pierre Polyev was asked about this today at a news conference, and he says he has serious concerns about more consolidation in the telecom sector. Well, I have very serious concerns about more consolidation. We need more competition in our telecom sector. Uh, we don't have enough competition. We saw that uh, with the Rogers shutdown. Uh, that occurred, uh, I think, seven months ago now. We're going to be looking very carefully at the tribunal's ruling before pronouncing our final position on this. But our purpose in all telecom policy is more competition and choice so that we can have lower prices and better service for our consumers. Well, Rogers and Shaw were pretty pleased with this decision late yesterday. For consumers out there, the companies say the deal will benefit us because it gives them the scale to capitalize fully on new things like next-generation wireless technology, 5G services, getting it to all of us across this country. They couldn't do that on their own, they say. Well, today came the fallout. First, Rogers and Shaw say they've extended the closing of this deal to the end of January. It was supposed to happen by the end of 2022. And today we found out the Competition Bureau 
is actually going to appeal the competition tribunal's dismissal of Bikit's case and will apply for an injunction to block the deal from closing until an appeal is heard. So this is some really high-stakes stuff going on. Uh, David Silverman joins us now from the Rotman School of Management at the University of Toronto. David, thank you for your time. No problem. Good evening. So this was a really um, sort of a very active end of the week in this whole deal, wasn't it? We got the decision from the competition tribunal, and today we got the fallout. Well, that's right, and I think a lot of Canadians remain quite interested in what's eventually going to happen. Uh, when the decision came out, perhaps we thought we knew, okay, this thing is going to go through, but now with the delay of the decision and now with the uh, announcement that the uh, Competition Bureau is going to appeal the decision, the outcome is perhaps much more uncertain than we originally thought. Yeah, tell me a bit about what the just how this works for people who don't understand the competition bureau obviously weighed in on this and then the tribunals where the companies can go to argue against that does that decision and that's what happened what did the tribunal the tribunal rule exactly why did they think that the competition bureau's argument wasn't valid well i guess um the tribunal is supposed to be an an objective adjudicator in these issues the competition tribunal <clears throat> brings the issue to the actual tribunal and asks the tribunal to stop the uh, takeover. And they hear arguments from both sides and then they make a decision. And I guess they felt that Videotron uh, would remain robust and become a stronger competitor because by acquiring Freedom Mobile, it will now extend its reach into Ontario. Uh, They also argued that um, this merger would not lead to a decline in the quality of service. Um, What I would say about that is given our experience this summer with Rogers, it's hard to imagine how service could decline. So maybe they are right about that. Um, And finally, um, there's the idea that Rogers will be a stronger competitor for Bell and TELUS in Western Canada, which indeed is probably the case because Rogers is weaker in Western Canada And that's where Shaw is strong. So those are the arguments they presented. But I think the one thing to remember about this court case is that it's very difficult to prove that prices will go up or down in advance of a proposed merger. I mean, you're sort of making a decision about what you think is going to happen. So typically what competition tribunals have done is they've looked at concentration. And when they think that the concentration in an industry is too high, then they may stop an acquisition. And because when there's too much market power, typically prices do go higher and consumers suffer. Yeah, I mean, that was the Competition Bureau's assessment of all this. Um, At this point in time, as far as I understand, uh, we have two things going on now. One, the Competition Bureau has appealed this, so that that is a process that will unfold. And then again, ultimately, it all rests with the minister, right? And he's under a fair amount of pressure here, I would think, to uh, to be very judicious about this one. Yes, I mean, I think that, um, I, I think probably <clears throat> this would be an easier decision for the minister if we hadn't had the incident in this, this summer with the uh, Rogers uh, service outage. I think that's actually raised a lot of concerns in the mind of Canadians not just about the prices, which we know are very high and not competitive compared to other countries, but also about the quality of service. The argument was always, well, you know, we pay high prices, but we've got excellent service, and this isn't what you get in other countries. 
And I think what we're seeing now is that argument probably is not as strong uh, given what has happened as perhaps people thought it was. And so that really does put the minister under a great deal of pressure to do what's right, because in a sense, he's in that position to try to protect the benefits of Canadians, not of the people running the telecommunications companies. When we look ahead a little bit, what happens now? Because the Competition Bureau has appealed, um, and this all ultimately ends up with the minister. So, and, and I guess today we heard that Rogers and Shaw have pushed back the close on this to the end of January from the end of 2022. Well, I imagine that probably there needs to be a decision by the Competition Tribunal on the appeal before the minister will make a decision. So you may see some changes in the timetable. So it's really hard to say, and you know, it's hard to also know how long this appeal will take to be prepared and to be heard by the tribunal or who exactly the appeal goes to. I'm not sure of the actual judicial process when the Bureau appeals a decision of the tribunal, but usually this does take time. Yeah, I mean the um, the tribunal's decision was done quite quickly by tribunal uh, standards for the for the original decision, which came out last night. We're supposed to see the reasoning behind it sometime over the weekend. Uh, when you look at what impact this could have on consumers, I mean, ultimately, what really matters to most of us, I think, is especially out here at West in Alberta and BC, is will it mean better service? Will it mean improvements, or will it be bad for us? And and I guess that's the twenty six billion dollar question if you're a consumer. Um, I agree completely, and I think, um, unfortunately, in Canada, we have had an experience with our framework which um, makes judgments and tries to determine whether or not we've got enough competition in the Canadian market has been rather ineffective. For the most part, mergers have taken place, and often Canadians have suffered. So, unfortunately... I would say I'm a bit pessimistic about the likely outcome of this merger. Um, I myself would like to see more competition in the telecommunications sector. In particular, I would like to see many of the restrictions on the level of foreign ownership in telecommunications companies, especially those that that are providing mobile service, to be reduced. Because I think that's one of the things that makes the industry a little bit too cozy for the incumbents, that being Rogers, Bell, and Tellus. So, you know, I, I don't think we're really seeing a change here that's going to massively improve things for Canadians. I wish I could be more optimistic, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's been away, who's had to use cell phone services or who's lived in another country and used cell phone services in Europe or recognizes just how much we pay. I mean, we understand some of the some of the constraints here, some of the challenges that uh, telecoms face in this country, but still, it's remarkable how much cheaper it is in, in other places. Uh, how much, you know, this is going to be a really tough one for the industry minister because, again, you know, the leader of the opposition, Pierre Polyev, came out today talking about the need for more competition. The NDP has been a big big on this for years now. Uh, uh, François-Philippe Chopin has, has a pretty tough call on this one. If he says, what are the, what are the consequences if he says no? Well, I think one of the issues is that typically what you're going to have in a situation like this is horse trading going on. And so it's going to be pretty hard given all the things that have taken place, including for now, anyways, the competition tribunal rejecting the competition bureau's request to stop the merger 
for the minister to actually stop it. But I think he's in a good position to put some constraints and bring in some rules that might be able to help Canadians get better service. Now, it remains to be seen what those might be. And my view is typically the best way to ensure better service and better quality is to increase competition. But perhaps there are some things that he can do that will actually make things a bit better for us here in Canada. But as I've said before, for me, the main thing is a change in the legislature and in the act. Um, I think there have always been constraints on uh, foreign ownership with regards to this particular sector because of the cultural dimension. But I think when it comes to mobile phone service, I'm not sure that argument has a lot of validity. And the Competition Act is under review as we speak, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think on an ongoing basis, I think this is something that we really need to think about in Canada. I mean, for the most part, the vast majority of our industries need to operate in a competitive framework. After all, we're in NAFTA and good Canadian companies need to go to bat with good American companies. But there are certain sectors, whether it's transportation or telecommunications or banking, that are protected. And when you have a protected uh, sector, you need to ensure that there's a high level of competition. And if I go back to the banking sector, the one thing that's interesting about our banking sector is that we actually have five major banks. That actually ensures a pretty high degree of competition. In contrast, in our telecommunications sector, we have only three major companies. And there's been a lot of research that has actually been done on what level of concentration um, is going to ensure uh, or allow companies to collude or to tacitly collude. And a lot of the research suggests that if you have four or more competitors in an industry, then in fact you'll have a fairly high level of competition. That might actually be one of the problems that we have in the telecommunications sector because there's only really three companies. And when you have that number of companies, even though they don't explicitly write contract to keep prices high, they all realize that if they start cutting prices, then the only people that are going to gain are consumers. And of course, given that they're in the business of making money, they don't do that. So I think this is really sort of something which we're going to see play out over the longer term. But for sure, this is a sector in the Canadian economy that needs more competition. David Silverman, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Have a nice weekend. Happy New Year. No problem. It was my pleasure and Happy New Year to you and also all the listeners.